friends, Uncle Marv here with another episode of the IT Business Podcast, your podcast for IT business support. Whether you are a solo tech, whether you have a tribe behind you, managed service provider, technology solution provider, anybody that is providing support to business, that's what we're here to do. We try to help you with product stories and tips, all in an effort to help you do your job and run your business better, smarter, and faster. This is one of our one-off audio shows. We are about two weeks out from IT Nation in Orlando, and I told you that I was going to go out and find all of the winners from the Pitch It contest and get them on here for a post-interview. And of course, I had to start with the winners of the contest, Thread, and I am joined by the COO and co-founder, Matt Lynn. Matt, how are you? Doing great. Doing great, Marv. How are you? I am doing good. So is the is the IT Nation hangover done yet, or are you still experiencing some of it? Uh, get, getting through it. Getting through it. Light at the end of the tunnel, for sure. <laughs> getting through it. Uh, that was a long process to go through. 16 weeks of basically boot camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the competition. So uh, how did that go? How did that feel? It felt great. It felt great. It, it was definitely um, a full circle moment for us. We'd, we've been building for a little over four years now, um, Thread kind of at the, the last quarter of that journey. But before Thread, we were Connect, or I'm sorry, Chat Genie. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we, we, my co-founder and I, we met at an MSP in New York by the name of RFA uh, we went down to IT Nation together. Um, we were in the audience for one of the first pitch competitions, and uh, we're really inspired uh, then. We're like, all right, we're going to build the product we're thinking about. We're going to win next year. And uh, that was a little naive. It took took four more, but we got there. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the original name, Chat Genie, I do remember that name. And so, of course, when, when you came out as Thread, I was like, well, I don't know these guys, but actually we do. Uh, you guys have been around for a while. Let me ask a couple of questions about the IT Nation event itself. You guys uh, took on this Maverick persona. Uh, I don't remember seeing that earlier this year. When did that come about? <clears throat> well, we, we kind of view um, IT Nation Connect as as our flagship, right? We, we like to go big there um, each and every year. And uh, for us, the, the theming was really around our service copilot um, AI add-on product. It's like an AI assistant for MSP service teams. Um, <clears throat> so really, that's when we started thinking through the Top Gun theming. Uh, you know, your wingman, your copilot, and then it, it went from there into a motorcycle, uh, tattoos, so on and so forth. Interesting. So you mentioned the uh, wingman scenario. You know, PAX 8 used to call themselves the wingman. That's right. I think... I think people who who do have an, an AI an AI add-on product or enabled product are going to have to think really hard, especially in light of the Ignite conference with Microsoft, where there's a, a co-pilot for everything. No, that is true. That is true. All right. So the Top Gun theme, the the Maverick persona, all of the gear you guys were wearing, the the flight suits, pretty cool, pretty cool. Now let me ask before we get into the product, you guys were. I'm assuming, hoping you'd win just so that you wouldn't end up with the third place set of steak knives. Am I correct? Uh, yeah, for the record, absolutely. 
And then, of course, now people are going to say, hey, 70 grand, that's a lot of money. But in our world, it really isn't. Um, you guys can spend that on a conference or two. But I don't remember asking Bobby when he was on. And by the way, folks, uh, Thread was on back in episode 506. That was their Pitch It episode here. So we're not going to get too deep into what Thread is because you can go back and listen to that. That was back in July. So it was a while back. Um, and I just lost my train of thought on where I was going with the question. Oh, but it was about the money. Uh, did you guys have any plans before winning on what that was going to go to and, and help you guys out with? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we we are growing quickly. Um, we're we're growing uh, both in terms of number of partners, but revenue and all that good stuff. For us, uh, it was always going to be allocated directly back into into the product and um, building the features that that our MSP partners um, are asking for, and so. More specifically, I think we touched on it in the presentation uh, during Pitch It, um, but we really want to get our hands into the AZO platform and, and build uh, build to where ConnectWise is moving as well. All right, and AZO is the ConnectWise platform, uh, what they call the ultimate platform for integrating with stuff. So you're not just connected with ConnectWise, but even though they were the, the sponsor of the product here. You guys actually integrate into a bunch of different platforms, correct? That's right. Um, so we integrate with Autotask uh, today as the the other PSA. We will be building a Halo integration um, next year. We also integrate with Automate and IT Glue. Um, and as we go, we'll, we'll be continuing to build out uh, integrations and, and actions that you can take in those platforms. All right. I'm tied in with a couple of those so I can, I can use you guys. Excellent. <laughs> Work. Um, now let's go back to, oh, I want to go back and I, uh, people aren't going to be able to see this cause we're not releasing the video, but you are wearing your thread attire. I am not, even though I did wear that on my show last week when I announced you guys as the winners on my show and, you know, wore your garb. I don't do that with vendors. So feel lucky. We appreciate, uh, we appreciate it. We do. On the back of your shirt. Uh, you had this nice little pirate theme, Death to the Ticket. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if anybody's asked you, I've not heard, but have you gotten feedback from MSPs that are like, um, if we don't do tickets, how are we going to track stuff? It, it's interesting. Yeah, the uh, the reason we, we went with that is, you know, we're, we're kind of planting our, our pirate flag. We're, we're a little orthogonal to many solutions in the space. Um, and our, in our thinking and how we, you know, how we think about service, but it's very grabby. I think, uh, if there's only thing, if there's one thing that technicians hate, um, maybe more than time entries or almost as much as time entries is going to be service tickets. Um, and so as soon as somebody says death of the ticket, uh, they're like, Oh, uh, I get it because tickets really aren't, aren't a way to treat somebody. It takes like their human problems and it makes it. Just a, another number. All right. So with that, now let's go ahead and give people a little bit of a recap on what Thread is all about. I, I know I reference people to go back to episode five hundred six, but for people that are listening now and want to get an idea of what Thread is, uh, I you know looked it up and basically it's a service experience platform. That's kind of what the industry is calling it. Is that what you guys call it? Yes. Yeah, that's right. All right. Um, 
And the, the, the goal there is that, you know, I, I, my partner and I, our co-founder and I had a, a 10-year career with RFA, as I, as I mentioned before. And uh, he introduced Slack to the company. I, I owned PSA administration at the time um, among a few different teams. And we noticed that, you know, the conversation about service requests, uh, it was happening in Slack. Uh, none of that was making its way back to the, to the PSA. So there was definitely a gap there or redundant work. But in addition to that, any customer that we lost, really, it, it was about uh, it was about a poor experience or about poor communication to them. And we wanted to build something that was more experiential than transactional. I don't think I asked details about how all of that way, how all of that, whether you're doing it in Slack or through tweets or whatever, how all of that makes it back into a billable product for for us as MSPs and stuff. How how exactly does that happen? Yeah. So today we don't we don't exist without a PSA integration. Um, when you when you brand an application and you implement it into your clients, Teams uh, tenant, Slack workspace, desktop, wherever they're working, um, the first thing that happens when they initiate a service request is that a ticket is generated in the PSA, and then all of the communication is printed as as notes um, to that request to that record. All right. So you're not really killing the ticket; you're just shoving it off to the side. Yeah, it was it was meant to be a system of record, right? And so we. Uh, it, it serves a purpose and a, a great purpose for billing and for, you know, documenting what actually happened. Uh, and we just want to automate all of the um, the friction in between. All right. So most of this is geared towards making the experience better for mostly the customer, but also for the technicians in having them be able to work in what they're comfortable with because you don't have to tie it down to just one platform. You can actually do multiples. Um, so how is that helping us as MSPs in terms of, you know, the features and the integrations and the process, you know, is it truly simplifying everything for us or is it just allowing us to you know, do more? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. Uh, I appreciate it. You asking it because it, it's something that we spent a lot of time wrapping our heads around early on when, when we were just a, a plug-in between Slack and, and ConnectWise or the PSA, um, and and then certainly when we extended to to the end user to the customer, the first question that everybody asked was, well, why would I do that? It's just another another way, another channel to bypass the queue. And for us, um, really what we want to do is we, we don't want to break or supersede or bypass existing processes. We simply don't want to have to make the, um, the process and experience trade-off decision. We believe you can, you can deliver a great experience without opening a backdoor to your queue. Um, and so really our customer success team, their whole remit is to, to get our partners to value, um, as quickly as possible. But then also make sure that that we're um, we're fitting into their process and procedure. All right. So I remember how I was supposed to really phrase that question. <laughs> um, it was more along the lines of, in a lot of ways, it's another dashboard. When we're trying to simplify the amount of dashboards that we go into, so if you're going into Slack and then you're going into Thread and then you're going into your PSA. And then anything else that you're with it, 
how does that make life simpler for us? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so really, really, it's all about unifying all those experiences in, into one thread. And so um, we exist as a pod or an insight and ConnectWise or Autotask, uh, respectively. We have we have um, a chat optimized uh, front end that we call Inbox. Um, and uh, really, it, it's all about meeting the individual, the technician, um, and the user where they work so that they don't have to context switch. Um, and then backed backed by uh, AI and uh, workflow automation. Okay. Now, you mentioned AI. Mm-hmm. So that, of course, makes everybody think of things like Chat GPT and all the others. And you guys have announced something called mm-hmm. Service GPT. That's right. So... Of course, the questions are, okay, what makes that different? How is that AI? What does that mean? Uh, describe uh, service GPT for us. Yeah, absolutely. So it, all, all of our AI-enabled services, it, it's um, Azure OpenAI service. So you get the compliance and the security uh, baselines and standards that Microsoft is known for and the kind of data cleaning on the back end. Um, and then also our prompt engineering uh, in the middle. And so what that means is we're able to put rails on the input and the output so that the, the AIs, the LLM is not hallucinating or producing content that doesn't make sense for the, the scenario. Um, <clears throat> really, we, we started with three use cases, automating the time entry, uh, auto prioritization and auto categorization. Service GPT is the natural extension of that, that thought, which is, uh, can we expose the full power of the LLMs to the technician so that they can use it in the context of their day-to-day job? Um, again, with that compliance, with that security, with, with those rails. So they'll be able to do things like ask for a drafted response um, back to the end user, and the output will be in the voice of the company uh, in the way that they, they would like to describe an issue or communicate to the, to the end user. Now, is that going to do... AI things where we don't need technicians to respond to certain questions and that can be done automatically? So not, not in the foreseeable future. Okay. We believe, you know, humans will always be in the loop. Uh, a proper use of AI today is going to be enabling uh, your team to do more and more effectively than they would, would be able to do otherwise. All right. So always humans, because that's, of course, the thing as well. You know, does that mean I can get rid of technicians if I can do AI service requests? So uh, I like that. Um, so in my head, I was thinking auto magically. <laughs> and the reason is because you guys have uh, at least a saying that I remember um, service magic uh, as a way to describe the process here. Can you describe service magic? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So for us, it's um, it, it's all about the experience, how how a service request um, makes you feel, right? So if you're getting something faster than than you expected, um, or uh, you know, defies convention in a certain way that delights the end user, really, that's what we're 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 optimizing for. So the fact that um, your team is connected to their company where they work, they don't have to go find a phone number or Remember the uh, the help at email address. Um, uh, when they send a message, they get a service request and they get connected to a technician right away. All of those little moments that would provide friction or, or frustration in the past, 
if all of a sudden you, you're in a, a, a seamless experience, it, it feels like magic. Are you a football guy? I am. You know Ryan Fitzpatrick? Yes. You've seen those commercials that he's doing right now where <laughs> it's Fitz <Yeah>. magic. <laughs> and Kevin... uh, I was going to say, be careful. Uh, we might end up putting Bobby in one of those next year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask if you had enough money to pay uh, Fitz, Fitzpatrick to do uh, some of your stuff for you. Maybe if he's feeling charitable. <laughs> <laughs> Service magic is Fitz magic. Yeah, there we oh, go. My goodness gracious. All right, so let's head back to IT Nation. Now, you guys, like I said, it's it's been a whirlwind, and you had a full team there. Um, how busy was your booth? And actually, you had two booths, if I remember correctly, right? That's right. You had yeah, one, uh, one in the hall and one down the corridor. Mm-hmm. Which one was yeah, we, busier? Uh, I think it depended on – you know, whether whether folks were going to the breakout sessions or the keynotes, um, that's when the lounge would get really, really busy. And then um, when it was uh, Solution Pavilion time, the startup startup alley booth um, would get really busy. I was mostly banished to the, to the startup alley booth, but um, <laughs> but it was good for really kind of substantive, substantive com- conversations that we had with, uh, you know, current and prospective partners. Uh, so I didn't even notice if any of the other contestants had two booths was that did the final three get two booth opportunities there no we um we yeah. had committed to a, a package in advance of the show and um you know not not knowing that we would make it to the the finals quite oh, yet oh okay so we got the yeah we got the startup booth um included for being a finalist and uh we got to we got to have a little fun with the other one all right cool so what happens now? I mean, I know you guys, you, you got the, the Pitch It uh, banner. You've already got it all over your website, winners of the Pitch It contest. I, I know that you guys have done additional funding and all of this stuff. So what's next? Yeah. Um, so you'll, I think you'll see a little bit more promotion around Pitch It in the next few weeks uh, if, if uh, Sean has his way. So we're really excited <laughs> to carry that forward through the end of the year and uh, into next. Um, really for us, we, we have – we're growing really quickly. Uh, we want to make sure that that growth is supported by the uh, the team necessary to again continue to be uh, very value driven and intentional intentional with the platform and the product. So we are growing um, on that side as well. But uh, really, I think another another round of financing fundraising um, next year is in the cards, and then uh, we'll see where we go from there. All right. So I didn't ask a bad question yet. Let me try to get one in before we before we go here. Um, has anybody commented about you guys possibly growing too fast or maybe that some of this integration is just a bit much and overwhelming? Um, not not to my knowledge. If, if you're hearing uh, uh, rumors or whispers, please uh, point me so I can um, so I can get get more data, get more information. But it's very much something that um, it's top, top of mind for us. Really, service magic isn't just what our partners are, are delivering to, to their end users and, and their customers. Really, uh, the magic starts with us to, to our partners. And so it's really, really important for us that we never take the, our eyes collectively off the value ball and the experience ball, so to speak. Um, and really, you know, I think any of our partners will tell you that 
um, myself, Mark, Bobby, uh, we're really engaged. We, uh, it's not, not hard to, to get a hold of us if you need us. And really, um, I think that's been our, our secret, our, our superpower to date is building based on those relationships and that direct feedback. Um, in addition to having been in the seat ourselves. Well, just for the record, I haven't heard anything bad, but I figured <laughs> I need to at least ask a question and, uh, uh, yeah. ooh, I was thinking fair and balanced, but that's not the right way to say it either. <laughs> it's something like that. Uh, yeah. so, so Matt, it was good talking to you. Um, I, I know I asked you what's coming down the road. Any other, any other big news or any announcements that have uh, happened uh, in the last couple of weeks that we didn't hear about? Yeah, the I mean the the big one that's coming is is of course the general availability of of Service GPT, um, and we'll continue to. Uh, to build in that direction and enable more customization, more integrations between Service GPT and the uh, MSP stack. All right. And you said Halo was coming next year. That's right. Um, what about Enable? Uh, no plans for Enable right now. Um, if you go to feedback.getthread.com, not you specifically, Marv, but anybody <laughs> who's listening, uh, you'll see our canny page, and there's a full list of um, prioritized integrations voted on by, by our partners. So I think... We'll start to see some um, RPA type integrations next year as well. All right, I, I use Enable, and everybody's telling me to switch, so that's why I asked. Yeah, we we used to use it at at, at RFA as well. Um, we'll we'll ask uh, uh, Mark alive about it. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Matt, thank you for making some time to come on. I know that uh, I know that you guys said you're easy to get a hold of, but it was tough getting you guys at the conference. You guys were overwhelmed, and I know it was a big ask to have you guys come on so quickly after the show. But I want to say thank you, and of course, congratulations. Thank you so much, Marv. Great to be on the show, and uh, again, thank you for for rocking the gear last week. We appreciate it. No problems at all, and uh, we look forward to seeing you guys down the road. Maybe I'll give you guys a try. Uh, all right, folks, thank you for downloading and listening to the show. Head over to itbusinesspodcast.com and listen to episode 506 and get the initial interview that I did with Thread. And, of course, you can follow them at getthread.com and see where they're going with the death to the ticket and service magic. And I want to see how many of you – you guys should email me if you guys all like the Fitz magic thing and – Maybe I'll do an Amazon gift card for anybody that sends that in. So, uh, Matt, thanks a lot. We'll see you soon. Thank you so much. All right, folks, that's going to do it. We'll see you back here in a week or so with another episode. This is being recorded before Thanksgiving. So hopefully everybody will have a happy turkey day, a good little holiday, and we'll be back at it before the end of the year. Talk to you later. Holla.